Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back to another episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast that's dedicated to keeping the spirit of Christmas alive 365 days a year. I'm Tom. I'm Julia. I'm Anthony. And this week we are kicking off our month of Hallmark Christmas movies in honor of Christmas in July. So I'm excited. Hallmark movies get some get a lot of hate. Um and I've watched them, but I've never sat down and watched them critically. So I'm interested to see how this week, this month goes. Join the dark side, Tom. <laughs> how, how are you guys? Good. I am currently in Canada. So you're awesome. And so if I'm a little out of sorts tonight, I'm an hour and a half ahead than I usually am. So it's 1130 right now in the evening. Usually I'm recording 10. But, oh. but yeah, vacation's going well. It's nice to... Be up in the great white north. That that uh, half hour thing has really got to be confusing. It's not that bad, but I'm pretty sure they're the only half an hour time zone, or maybe there's one other one in the world, but yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, so it might be the only one. It's definitely one of the only ones. I feel like that's Canada pulling like an Arizona where they're like, is it Arizona that doesn't yep. abide yeah. by any rules? Yep. They're like, forget your rules. We're going to do our own thing. 30 minutes. <laughs> I love it. Which is such a non-Canada thing to do, I feel like. Northern Newfoundland. So I'm in Newfoundland right now. Northern Newfoundland last week was getting tons of snow. Wow. Oh, man. Jealous. Other exciting news for all of the elves in the last couple of weeks, all three of us have accepted new jobs and are moving on to... <laughs> Bigger, better things. Um, kind of crazy. <laughs> Very crazy. But that's why we're all in such good moods. You probably <laughs> that probably came through in the Muppets episode last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I put all my Harry Potter stuff up in the cubicle, and I had people in there with me today. Like, oh, what house are you? And and oh, I love that. Oh, that's so cool. They were trying to guess what all my Funko Pops were because I've got. Um, Ones that are obvious, like Wonder Woman, but I also have Barb from Stranger Things, and they were really Barb. stumped on Barb. They're like, I don't know who that is. That's such a great pop Funko, though. It is. Hannah got That's it. That's a really cute one. Yeah. So, Julia, do you want to introduce our Hallmark Month for Christmas in July with our first movie? Yeah. So, this week we're talking about 2014's North Pole. And here's a plot synopsis for those that did not get a chance to watch it. Christmas is in crisis. Around the globe, people just don't believe. 
One of Santa's faithful elves, Clementine, wants to do something great to change the course of Christmas this year. She enlists the help of Kevin, a recent transplant to Colorado, who lives with his mom to help bring Christmas cheer to one small town by bringing back the tree lighting of Greenwood Park after the mayor canceled it. Can these two change the tide and restore the hope of Christmas? I don't know. Can they? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to go first because I picked this movie. So my history, um, I saw this a couple years ago, I think in 2015, uh, when I saw that Tiffany Amber Thiessen, now she only goes by Tiffany Thiessen, but she will forever be Tiffany Amber Thiessen slash Kapowski, um, was in a Christmas movie. I watched it and I really liked it. It was um, heartwarming and cute and feel good and had all the Christmas feels and it looked like Christmas and I was just a fan. How about you, Julia? Uh, zero history with this. Watched it today. Um, and I, I liked it. I'm not super critical of Hallmark movies, although I do have my issues with them, but this one is heavy on atmosphere and let's face it. That's why I watch Hallmark Christmas movies. So it was a win for me. Anthony. I've I've never seen it before today on YouTube. Thank once again, thank those anonymous YouTube users that upload everything for free. So you don't have to uh, pay to track down stuff like this. <laughs> um, I know I have this reputation for being critical of Hallmark movies. This is our third one we've covered so far. Even though one of those got lost due to technical issues. Um I'll I'll say this I went in with super low expectations which were exceeded hey and I will say it was not the worst Hallmark movie I've ever seen and I liked exactly exactly half of this movie so you're saying there's a chance (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll see. We'll see which half that was and how that affects Anthony's score as it goes along. So, just a real quick rundown: the movie was directed by Douglas Barr, who has done nothing really of note. Then we have the movie was written by Greg Rosen and Brian Sawyer, the same pair who wrote Pete's Christmas, which will be an episode oh. that we'll be revisiting again. That explains a lot. Uh, <laughs> Moving on, um, <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen from Saved by the Bell plays Chelsea, and she was an iconic actress to everybody who grew up in the 90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Josh Hopkins, uh, who you may know from Cougar Town. That's where he's from. I was trying to figure it out. That's where, okay. Yep, he played Courtney Cox's love interest on Cougar Town. He plays Kevin's teacher, Ryan Wilson. Then we have an Anthony favorite, Bailey Madison. She has been in a lot of made-for-TV movies, including Pete's Christmas. She plays Clementine. (laughs) Max Charles is, according to IMDb, an accomplished actor already. Though I'm not really familiar with much of his work. He does a lot of voice acting, but he plays Kevin. And then Robert Wagner, who needs no introduction, plays Santa. Hashtag not my Santa. Hashtag not my Santa. Which is a shame, because I feel like Robert Wagner could have made a really good Santa. Hashtag I like the beard. Hashtag I found him creepy. 
creepy in that all black suit and that I hated the beard. Oh, really? I liked the I hair. Of course, yeah. my video quality was questionable. <laughs> <laughs> I like him more than I did. Have you guys seen uh, Santa Paws? Yes. George, George Went plays Santa? George yes. Went. That's even worse. Norm. Yeah, it's even worse. Okay. <laughs> Basically, I think we went through this whole thing. This There's an overzealous elf at the North Pole mm-hmm. um, who wants to save Christmas somehow. She even says she wants to do something big. So she has this little communicator radio device and gets it to a... Max is this outcast who tries to create a Christmas club at school, which goes over with the amount of gusto that you would imagine a middle school <laughs> attempt to start a Christmas club. And The three of us would be members. We would, but I don't think that would have been a big thing for most kids in middle school. In that time where you're a little too cool for all that, you know? That's Mm -hmm. true. So his mom starts getting worried about him because of all this story of working with a Christmas elf. And his teacher's trying to help and encourage him. And there's just, yeah, we'll stop there and see what everybody thinks. Guys, what are your thoughts? Could I start this off with a question? You just did. (laughs) (laughs) You just did. Could you explain to me, I think I got it, but you know, refresh our listener, our listeners' memory, and along with it, my memory. And could you explain what exactly was going on at the North Pole? Like what she was trying to do, what she, Clementine the Elf was trying to do. She was looking out and seeing that people were not believing anymore. It's that typical Christmas movie trope. Mm-hmm. So and she said this bring- needed to say this would save her home. She said that multiple times. Well, was- right. Because if the northern lights stop, then the snow stops, then the joy stops, and it's that circular greenhouse effect, right? <sighs> Christmas yeah, cheer is not- keeping the air on, man. It's keeping the air on. Okay, so if we're not paying, if we're not paying our our Christmas cheer air conditioning bill, then uh, snow's gone, North Pole's gone, Santa dies, everybody cries. Okay. Okay. And of course, the only way to do it is by giving this kid a radio. I don't understand what's so hard to understand about this, Anthony. <laughs> Let's stop for a moment and go back to Elf. Santa needed Christmas cheer to fly his sleigh. It needed the cheer to keep his sleigh in the air. I could buy that. What I can't buy is that Christmas cheer keeps the North Pole from melting away and being destroyed and the Aurora Borealis from disappearing. I don't know. I hated, I hated everything to do with the North Pole in this film. From Santa to the crappy effects to what's this actress's name? Because <laughs> I'm going to call her out again. Bailey Madison as Clementine the Elf. I have not seen one thing I like her in. And her overacting. And she just infuriates me. I think back to our third episode when we covered Home Alone and I criticized Macaulay Culkin for overacting in the role of Kevin and I, like Arthur Christmas, I wish I could go back and apologize for that after watching these films with her in it. She's horrible. She's the worst. She takes me right out of it. I like her. I think she's adorable. I liked her a lot more in this than I liked her in Pete's and I didn't hate her in Pete's. I liked her more than this than in, than in Pete's because of the elf thing. The over enthusiasm worked better for an elf, but yeah, it does a regular human it girl. Suited her very well. She looks elfish, and I liked her. I liked her in this one. She, she didn't bother me. Great, she probably knocked three points off this alone. That's sad. I can't. So you're I not can't. looking forward to watching the sequel to this? No. Uh, and uh, that, 
sequel. And the fact that it has a sequel is going to automatically deduct three points from the sequel. It's got a sequel with Lori Loughlin. Oh, I love Lori Loughlin. I'll probably watch it. I'm sure we'll be forced to. I'm submitting, I'm submitting it for our second annual Hallmark Christmas in July movie run. I feel like there are going to be a lot more Hallmark movies in general next year because we're going through the big theatrical ones pretty quickly. <laughs> well, I've got some more. We're just going through all the recent ones. There are a lot of older movies we're, we're, we've neglected so far. That's true. A lot. Are, that is true. Very true. Julia, what were your thoughts of the general uh, plot? And, um, so I liked, I liked a kid. I enjoy a Christmas movie where a kid has all the spirit and is trying to kind of cling to that. And I liked the family element, right? Busy single mom who is distracted and, and he wants more Christmas attention from her. I also liked that she isn't a deadbeat until the end of the movie, right? So a lot of these movies, it's like the mom finally gets the Christmas spirit and then she's like, oh, we've got to buy a tree and blah, blah, blah. I like that she didn't totally lose that, even though I have to say her role as the reporter, the acting in this is just really not there for me, which again, it's a Hallmark movie, but her particularly kind of graded on me a bit. Um, She's beautiful, but the writing was pretty juvenile in a lot of her parts um i like the teacher the teacher was my favorite part of this film yeah Yeah, i would have enjoyed having (laughs) i wrote hot teacher on the piece of paper when i was taking notes and marty saw it and now he's like hey is that the part with the hot teacher oh is the hot teacher in this movie and then gabe my seven-year-old said who's the hot teacher and i'm like oh gosh i shouldn't have written that down (laughs) no joke when i was watching this i'm like i bet julia's into him yeah I mean, he's okay, the, but it's the, yeah, you did. But what's funny is it's consistent with Hallmark, right? Beautiful, successful woman, and then a handsome man in a different role. I guess the men are usually successful in these two. Not that he isn't, but I it's like very it. consistent with Hallmark casting beautiful-looking people who are B-list actors because they can't pull off the heavy lifting. So I don't think it's that they get beautiful. I think it's that they get generic looking people, right? Generic this guy, beauty. This guy's like, ben, got the same thing going that Ben Affleck does. I've always thought of that about Ben Affleck. He just looks like, you know. I think he, Ben Affleck's prettier. But he just looks like the quintessential oh, American. Like yeah. with Ben Affleck, you're looking at me like, I could see that guy walking down the street. Yeah. As <laughs> opposed to, you know, Brad Pitt, 1996. Yeah, like shockingly beautiful. Yeah, there's yeah. difference. I will I say, <laughs> I will say, Julia and Tom, I liked everything with the mother and the teacher and the kid in the real world. And I feel you could have cut out with some little tweaking the North Pole element and just had the story about a kid and his mom, like trying to save the town's Christmas tree Mm. as its project and i would have enjoyed that story a lot better without this annoyingly enthusiastic elf and the really bad cgi north pole and creepy santa claus man you know the the that's what was surprising as i watched this movie critically how do you fail so hard on the visuals of a movie 
only at the North Pole. The rest of the film looks and feels magical. Absolutely. Every, every element, like throughout the town, every element you see is Christmas. They really work that hard. And then I feel like they just kind of phoned it in with the North Pole, which should have been the easy play, right? Mm-hmm. And if you watch the finished product and see the North Pole looks terrible, rename the movie to be the name of the town or something so the North Pole isn't the focal point. <laughs> yeah, why is North Pole not two words? Yeah, that annoyed me why so is it much. One word? That drove me a little nutty too. Yeah, I don't know why. While we're at the North Pole, up North Pole though, I will say I liked how she described the North Pole like the different areas and the different names for things and the different elf slaying. I liked all of that, mm-hmm. but just because it failed visually at the, as they're like flying over it and walking through it, I'm like, Ugh. it just <laughs> took me out of the movie every time we saw it. Yeah. I liked the other human element with the actual saving of the park, like the backstory of Pendleton and, and Penelope and and I enjoyed that as well. Um, that was sweet that there was history there and this, the love lost and all of that. I like that too. It was, and I think you have to at least give her some credit, give Bailey Madison some credit here, Anthony, when she's describing the North Pole and that overacting works really well in that scenario. That mm-hmm. excitement, nostalgia, longing to be back home at the North Pole. Are you waiting for me to give her credit? No, I'm going to mute you if you... I was waiting for you to say something so I can mute you. I'd be like, yeah, Anthony, Anthony agrees. <laughs> I, I will... Uh, she worked better as an elf than a human in Pete's Christmas. I'm not going to give her any more credit than that. I can't, I can't stand this kid. Everything I've seen her in. Well, Bailey Madison, if you're looking, you have... Uh, one and a half fans on this podcast. I'm more than a half. One and three quarter? Or are you all full-blown fan? I'm, uh, well, yeah, fan's a strong word. I like her. I think she's adorable. I quite liked her in this one. This is the Bailey. I like her energy. I like, yeah. She's perfect elf. And I loved her outfit as an elf. Right? Um, the, the candy purse. Ah, oh, I mean, I loved it. I, I, I really liked her outfit as an elf. Really, really. Yep, I'm a big fan of, of the elf. That, that was the aspect. It's, I also think it's really bad when the elf costume is better than the Santa costume. Oh, yeah. How did they mess up Santa Claus? He was I mean, so, like... <laughs> no. Right at the beginning, too, to hit you out of the gate for her to be, like, genuinely concerned about it. He's like, yeah, we got a real big problem. She's like, what are we going to do? And he's like, crap if I know, later. <laughs> In a trench coat. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay. And he never seems concerned. Nope. Ever. Yeah, he was a miss. I mean, I didn't mind the beard, but again, I had a really poor quality video. He, but the white I, I have, very brilliant to me. I, will, and I like those brilliant white beards. Does he play him in the sequel, Tom? Because no. I saw a thumbnail from thumbnail from the sequel on YouTube and it didn't no, look like him. He looked better. Uh Donovan Scott plays Donovan Scott. Santa. Uh I think is who it was in the sequel. Um, you would recognize Donovan Scott if you saw him. He's done, a, I mean, a lot of stuff, a lot of Christmas movies. Well, I know Julia's beau is in the sequel, Dermot Mulrooney or whatever his oh, name is. Oh, I love that guy. Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulrooney? Whatever his name is. Whichever one. Dermot Mulrooney. Do you like them both? You're, you're, you're not picky? No, I like both of them. 
Donovan Scott was in like Police Academy and Back to the Future Three. Oh, Julie's favorite movie. Oh, he yeah, I could I know him. I yeah, that one. He could make. I could see him being a good Santa. He played. The, he played the cop. Yeah, he does a lot better job. Um, and I won't say that North Pole looks great, but it definitely has some improvement over this one. Mm. Um, it's not as pizzazz. They're they're not trying to add all the sparkle and pizzazz. You know what I mean? I feel like. Yeah. I feel like everything in this North Pole has jazz hands. Yeah. Is this Clementine in the yeah. sequel? Yes. Yes. Of course she is. So while I thought this movie was fun and it has its its place as a as a Christmas movie, you know, in the background or something we don't give too much thought to, I don't have any favorite quotes from this film at all. Do you guys have any quotes at all or do we just want to jump straight into favorite scenes? Let's do scenes because I have no quotes. Agree. Okay. Anthony, you want to kick us off? Sure. So I liked when Ryan, the teacher, um, and Chelsea observes him teaching his class about fractions. And I just thought that was, a, you know, when he was cutting his tie to demonstrate, you know, a half and then a third and then a fourth or whatever it was. I thought that was cute. I thought, like... Like the way, I don't know. I thought that was really good acting. He seemed like a really good teacher in that moment. Mm-hmm. I like that too. I like the very end when the tree lights up and everybody's around it. That made me very warm inside. I loved that part. I want to live in a town that does that. Right? Yeah. Because that, I don't feel like we get that around here. Do we could. Ever, do you go to the Utica Square tree lighting ceremony? No, I don't. Is there a big single tree in Utica Square? No, but they have like choirs and they have Santa and they have, you know, all sorts of performances and then they light up and the whole square lights up. Okay. All right. So it's like all the lights at Utica come on. I want to do it because Utica is beautiful. Yeah. Interesting information, Anthony. Utica Square was the first mall in the nation. Very cool. It's all outdoor. Um, it's really neat. When you come to Tulsa, we'll have to show you. Yeah, I'll try to find a big tree lighting ceremony in New York for when you guys visit me. There are none, really. Nobody goes to New York for Christmas. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) they have a hard time finding large trees. Yeah, you know, I think there might be one somewhere. I got to track it down. (laughs) Um, I really liked when Chelsea was reporting and she goes to the tree and Kevin's there. That typical, you know, mom's out there going to get this great story about this crazy person <laughs> tree and it's like she takes it double take and realizes oh that's my son um, aside from the tree lighting that was my favorite scene hmm. yeah yeah that's- i like that i thought kind of just an overall for one this was also very hallmark her house and how nice it was on a journalist's salary i thought was very unrealistic but once she had all of her christmas decorations up i thought it was beautiful especially her fireplace and her tree i was digging it wasn't her husband like dead or something? No, he no left divorce. Her. He oh, left. divorce. That's right. That's right. That's right. I he, guess she. Could I thought him. he was dead too. The way the kid was looking at the photo albums at the beginning, and then when they said left, I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah, no clue how she has that kind of money. Being yeah. I think journalist for what she's doing in a small town may be a bit of a stretch. Uh, Alimony, maybe. Yeah, that might be it. The Alamo, what? alimony that's why you don't sign a prenup <laughs> kids out there don't sign a prenup that's your lesson from your <laughs> your elf uncle <today>. anthony 
I think we've probably hit everything. I have no final thoughts. Again, this is great background. It's a fun family movie to watch. There's not a lot of depth, not a lot of takeaway, but it's, it's an enjoyable film. Yep. Agree. <laughs> Silence from the peanut gallery. I, mm, I would leave it on if I came across it on TV and there was nothing else on. Mm-hmm. All right. Rankings. I'm going to give it a 4.7. I'm going with a 3.75. I was so if it I'm gonna say this if it wasn't for Clementine the actress who played her because I literally liked half the movie I was gonna give it a straight up five but she deducted two points for me I'm gonna give it a three. Oh, oh that's harsh man that is harsh it is that, harsh but I can't that me. brings us in at a 3.82 we're out of the fives guys we're out of the fives <laughs> and so far this is our lowest ranked Hallmark movie it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. This comes in number 23 on our list. All right, number 23. It will not stay in the top 25 for long. So, oh, and the final question we forgot to discuss, does it pass the Linus test? It passes. It definitely passes. Yep. Speaking, speaking of favorite scenes, I, lo- I did love all of the interaction between the teacher and the mom about, mm-hmm. you know... Your son's belief isn't going to be there forever or whatever. You know, all the realization she had as a mom. Yeah. I loved all of that stuff. Like I said, I liked all the earthbound, earthbound stuff. It's just all uh, the North pole stuff I could have done without. I could have just done with a little boy and his mom trying to save the town's Christmas celebration. I thought one thing that would be kind of cool was if you don't really know if there's an elf there or not through the whole thing. Is the kid make-believe or is it real? I think you could have removed the elf altogether and just had this, like unanswered question through the whole thing, which would have been kind of a fun thing to throw in the mix. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to remove the elf altogether from this film. <laughs> so, since we're discussing Christmas in July, Leon Day has come and gone. I was going to ask you guys, what are you doing to prep for Christmas this month? And what have you done so far? Mm. Um, so, I usually watch every night Hallmark's Christmas movies during the they have two weeks or whatever they do it. Full Three month weeks. this month. It is a full month? They're going from Hallmark Movies and Mystery to the other Hallmark channel halfway through the month. Oh, excellent. So I'll do a full month of that. I've already bought a few Christmas gifts before July. I, wow. I, I start like beginning of the year right after Christmas. Like just if I see something, I'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I also visit the Hallmark stores because that's when they come out with all their new line of ornaments and debut them. So I definitely pick up a few of those this month too. I haven't been yet though. So I can't wait to see what they have. Nice. I have no July stuff that I do for Christmas, but now I do. I mean, I constantly get good ideas from y'all. So July is so crazy for us that I'm lucky to survive through the end of it. I am... um... I've started getting ideas together and gifts for Christmas. We've got our little uh, Christmas gift nook hideaway thing. And I am looking for a new tree topper this year. Oh. I found one really cool that I shared with Julie and Anthony. It is the star from Mario Mario Brothers. I was all set for it. Christine is not so much on board. (laughs) So that is a difficult thing to search for and find and like, perfectly fit for me anyway we've wanted a new tree topper for years and i want something made out of wood and i think marty's just gonna have to make it for me because i have an idea of what i want but nothing that 
fits what I, I want. Fi- I finally got a new tree topper last year. I need one that like lights up just as bright as the lights on the tree. Yeah. And I finally so, got one last year. Yeah. Christmas tree topper seems to be the hardest because it has it needs to be perfect, right? Yep. That and skirts. For me, tree skirts are very difficult as well. We have three that we uh, alternate for our main tree, depending on Christine's mood for the year. Yeah. Let us know what your Christmas in July traditions are, guys. We'd love to get some more for ourselves. Yeah, help us get our help us not be last minute slackers so we can enjoy the holiday. <laughs> I think that's what we're trying to say, right? That's basically. Yeah. Oh, can I read off a comment we got on Reddit that made me laugh out loud? Oh yeah. You can so, and I know so, which one it is. So this is some user Timber Beast. And he commented in our thread. Um, announcing we were going to cover North Pole tonight. And he said, quote, I used to think I loved everything, and I mean everything, about Christmas. But then I discovered Hallmark Christmas movies. (laughs) And that legit made me laugh out loud. And while I don't feel as passionately about every Hallmark movie like that, like, I can understand where he's coming from. I really can. (laughs) So thanks for submitting that, Timber Beast. Speaking of Reddit, um, if you've not been there yet, if you're a Redditor, go to Reddit slash reddit.com slash r slash tis the podcast and join our subreddit. We'd love to interact with you and, and learn more about you there. If you're not a Redditor, you can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'd love for you to like and share our page, help us find new listeners or connect with current listeners that are not um, reaching out to us on those yet. And of course, if you have a couple of minutes, just rate and review us on iTunes. Every review helps, especially as we're planning to gear up for our Christmas season. In addition to following us on social media for our tidbits there, we have extra content as well on Patreon. Um, It's our paid site, so we have extra bonus content that's only available for subscribers. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can get access to that content. And we are always looking to add to it. We veer outside of Christmas in our Patreon. For instance, we have Clue, an episode of Clue. We have the the extended episode of The Office, which was like the longest episode ever. And we also covered Hocus Pocus. So we're always excited about what stuff we can throw on there because it doesn't necessarily have to be Christmas. Um, And you should join us if you get a chance. If you have any good Halloween movies to recommend for us, we might want to, because we have a Thanksgiving episode planned. I wouldn't mind doing another Halloween-y type movie for October. Well, that'd be fun. As you know, we've been gathering stories um, about from our all of you listeners about that one fateful Christmas that every child goes through, every parent dreads, in which you find out about Santa Claus. Everyone who submitted one. We've been entering in a drawing to win a copy of the Polar Express book. If you sent in an audio recording telling us your story, you've been entered twice. If you've submitted it in written form, you've been submitted once. And next week, we'll be announcing the winner who wins that book. It's not too late to enter the contest. If you haven't yet, we're still soliciting more stories from you guys. So please send them. We'd prefer you submit them in audio form just because we think it would be cool to hear all of you listeners since you hear us every week, but we'll take it in written form too. We just want to hear from you and about that one faithful Christmas. And next week, in addition to 
announcing the winner of that contest. We are continuing our Christmas in July Hallmark Movie Month by watching the another 2014 Hallmark film, The Nine Lives of Christmas, which is based on a book by Sheila Roberts. So do your homework and watch that. It's quite different from the book, if any of you have read that. Hey, Julia. Hey, what? You know what? We've only, got, we've only got 169 days until Christmas. Dude, I am super excited about that. <laughs> what I really love is that's only 24 weeks until Christmas, which is a smaller number, which makes me happier. Yay. What I really love about that is that means one more month until we're out of the 20s. How exciting yeah. is that? That is exciting. And only two I'm months. Ready. Now that we're in July, we've only got two months until we are in September, which is really the kickoff to the holiday season for me. That's really when all the stores start their Christmas creep as well. So that's when time will really start going fast, guys. I can't does, wait. Does Christmas creep have a negative connotation to you? Do you hear a negative connotation in that? I know a lot of people do, but I hear the word Christmas creep and I'm like, bring it on. Creep on up. <laughs> I'm like, hey, that's my nickname. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now it may have a negative connotation. <laughs> All right, so do your homework, watch and or read Nine Lives of Christmas, and we will be back here, same Christmas time, same Christmas channel. Bye, guys. (laughs) 